You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 478. iOS is made for business. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 478, and unlike last week, uh, I'm not intoxicated, and I have my iPhone 5S. So there's there's two good things right there. I have two less things to whine about. However, to make up for the fact that I have less things to whine about, Gaz is on the other side of this particular phone call. <laughs> and he's got, he's got oodles of things to whine about today. How you doing tonight, Gaz? Uh, well, other uh, than... Other than the, 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 the whining, really angry, angry gas. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. So says Gaz Bixby or Gaz Banner. Get the, the Hulk, the gas. So I'm afraid, I'm afraid that's all you're going to get out of me tonight. So what are you unhappy about, Gaz? <coughs> Well, first of all, just, I've, I've just found out that I can't log on to my domain at work to set up my out of office because I'm having to get up at five o'clock in the morning to fly to Frankfurt for a 7.50 flight and then fly back from Frankfurt at 9.20, which means I'll probably... Wait, wait, wait. When you say 9.20, is that in the evening? PM, PM. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> 7.50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Frankfurt. Turn okay, got to go. Where's my bags? <laughs> Lost um, my luggage. <laughs> um, yeah, why did I bring luggage? Um, <laughs> and then I've got to, we'll fly back at uh, 9.20 in the evening, so I probably won't get home till gone 11. Right. Um, and I've got to put me out of office on, and the domain won't let me log in because I changed my password when I was at work till 7 o'clock on Friday, so I'm, I, that wasn't a great Sorry. start to the weekend. What, you can't um, remember what it was, or it, now, it doesn't remember what it no, is? No, no, I remember. I've got it. I, you know, I, I put it in my 1Password app. Hey, uh, hey. you know, oh, yeah. I don't forget it. The problem is, because it's not connected to the domain remotely, for some reason, it's just saying, oh, can't log you in. It's Windows, guy. It's oh, Windows. Oh, yeah, yay. It's Windows, so, you know, what the hell. And then, and then today, iTunes has just given me a real oh, headache, and I'm not happy. Apple, <laughs> I really, 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 hey up, hey up. I'm not happy either, because I forgot to disconnect the, the uh, oh, I almost said a bad word there, the phone before the we, phone. Uh, the Phone. Oh, the F anyway. phone that I forgot yeah, so, to disconnect. Which is now disconnected. Which is now no, disconnected. And, and iTunes is giving me a nightmare with podcasts because I, I like to keep certain I, I right, okay, iTunes. Let's let's back up, back up, back up. In iTunes, you used to be able to um within on the Mac set the settings of each podcast to download all, download the most recent, episodes to keep, unplayed. Or, or, or there was another option, which I'm not, I'm not worried about. And the majority of my podcasts were download most recent, episodes to keep, all unplayed. So once it was unplayed, it got rid of it. Perfect. Worked like a dream. Some of them, video podcasts in particular from a certain screencast online. <laughs> but there were others. John McAllister, sorry, excuse there me. There were others, such as Apple keynote podcast oh, sure. like to keep as well and others from Macworld and whoever and I would keep those so the settings for those were download most recent because I would update almost pretty much daily so that wasn't a problem I'd always capture the most recent one um, and if I was missing one I'd just go alt press the uh, reveal triangle and open it up again and then reveal one that was perhaps missing um, and it would keep those because I would have the setting download most recent, keep all. And it worked like a dream. Would keep them in the background on the server where I used to keep all of my media, which was reserved in iTunes. I would then sync either over Wi-Fi or 
hard cable to the phone or to my iPad, and it would work a dream. It would push the most recent ones or unplayed to my iOS device. Now, I'm going I'm to jump out on, on a limb here and say that it's not doing that now. Perfecto. <laughs> now, <it just laughs> completely screws the whole thing up. I don't know whether it, syncing seems to work, i.e. it gives me the position of they played um, uh, podcast from one to the other to the main machine. That's fine. But it just keeps deleting podcasts and also used to be able to individually set the settings now i change the settings for one podcast and it changes the settings for all of the podcasts apple what are you trying to do to me on the video podcast that i want to keep so i thought okay i'll live with the fact that it's going to keep all of the podcasts and i'm sure that setting will change in the future I need to keep these video podcasts. I want to keep these video podcasts. I'll change the setting for those. It might change it for everything. Don't care. We'll live with it. No, as soon as those podcasts are marked as played, they go it away. gets rid of them. <laughs> it, gets, it clears them out. They're gone. Uh, well, you know, it could be worse. You could have the Windows version of iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had lots of suggestions over Twitter tonight. Um, some of them have said, you know, why are you using iTunes? Oh, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, and I liken that to one reply. I said, it's like telling somebody, oh, you want to get to there? I wouldn't start from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, need, you kind- need to start to the east about six miles before you can <laughs> yeah. get to there. I'm kind of here already. And actually, and if you remember, and if any of the listeners remember, I used to actually say iTunes for me is not a problem. It works fine. Boy, have I rude saying that. <laughs> you don't feel so good about it now. No, I do not. <laughs> and um, I just think that they've just screwed around with it and tried to do something. And, oh, Apple, 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 what are you doing to us? Well, anyway, you, you know what? The, the good I'm, I'm news. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to be looking at possibly using something like Instacast or Downcast, but I've got to have something which, you know, I use on the Mac as, as well. Or it may be that I keep the video podcast on the Mac, just don't sync it to iTunes, or at least the podcast um, to the iOS devices. And then I can, you know, any audio podcasts I can obviously manage on the iOS device and any video podcasts on the Mac. But what a crock of poo is that? <laughs> well, the other thing you could do is is you could uh, change it from a podcast to... Uh, like a TV or movie episode. Yeah, but I'd have to Once do that. Once it's downloaded, yeah, yeah, you would. You'd have. have to, well, episode. you can. Yeah. You, you can do. That's, you, that's you, more management guy. That's you can. You can management. actually select every single one of them at the same time and adjust all their settings at one time. No, no, no. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't, guy. You just choose one and change the settings, and it changes every other one for oh, you. No, no, no. I'm talking about if if you changed it from a podcast to a TV episode. Yeah, but if I did that, I'd have to do that every time it pod, the podcast was downloaded, and I'd have to, I'd have to change the podcast as it was downloaded. Right. Which make that's you know that means I've got to wait for it to download. Once it's downloaded, I've got to be at home. I've got to make sure I then change the set. No, no, that's no, 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 no. It used to work. You've changed it and ruined it, Apple. I'm not. I'm Mister Unhappy. You're not a happy bunny. Anyway, I've had one of my pictures, my red arrow pictures, put on canvas, which I think I showed you. And I've yes, you did. About. Put it on Facebook, and I love it. So there you go. I'm happy again now. Okay, yeah, that looks really, really good. And was that a picture that you took with your iPhone, or was something else? <laughs> no, that wasn't taken with the iPhone. No, that was taken with my Sony Alpha uh, 100 then, actually, I used, and a 200-millimeter lens. Oh, very uh, nice. It was, down, it was down in Falmouth. Well, it was on the other side of Falmouth, actually. Um, and the Falmouth, Falmouth was where they, they were doing the display in front of, but... We got a pretty good view as well. Okay. Well, um, anyway, sorry. Sorry for ranting on. (laughs) No, that's, hey, if it makes you feel better, it makes me feel better. And therefore, it makes the listener feel better. (laughs) And if they don't, thank you for listening, listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're giving you a choice. How does that work? Right now, they're sitting there going 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 (laughs) seconds. Some of, some of them are using one of these apps where you can adjust it and then go two minutes. It's two minutes. Two minutes <laughs> six minutes. A dollar. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, well, I got my I got my my iPhone 5s finally came. It, it finished its world tour hurrah, hurrah. of Zhangzhou, China, to Incheon, Korea, to Singapore, to Anchorage, Alaska, to someplace in Kentucky, to Philadelphia. No, well, that to that here. wasn't the whole trip, though, was it? No, didn't that it go, didn't it go back. Didn't it start and then go back and then start oh, again? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it started in China, then went to Korea for a couple of days. God only knows why. And then it turned around and went back to China again. Well, perhaps it was doing a visit like I'm doing to Frankfurt. Yeah, or maybe it it wanted some uh, some good bulgogi, you know, yeah. Korean barbecue. Yeah, there you go, you see. <laughs> then it was like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll get to you, guy. Your 4S is still working fine? Good. Yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing that happened, um, you remember my brother Bill, right? We had um, we had him on the podcast talking about publishing. Oh yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, he yes. he did his. I was uh, thinking Larry. I was thinking Larry, but no, yeah, yes, I remember. That. Yeah, well, I also help him. I help him with his website, which is Bill Searle, B I L L S E R L E dot com, where you can buy and view all of his various books. But anyway, that that's not the problem. The problem was he was having some problems with his iMac monitor. It was like jumping all over the place and not showing full screen. And even when when we went. Um, uh, to uh, oh, what are we doing this through uh, messages? I was screen sharing with him, yeah, and oh, it was a mess. I I couldn't see anything, and then I realized after a little bit that he had probably accidentally turned on the Zoom feature, which is in the um, uh, what is that part of 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 system preferences? That's called the not not utilities accessibility accessibility yeah. So he had turned that on through, I'm guessing, through some weird combination of uh, of keystrokes. Yeah. And because I never use it, it took me a while to figure it out. But I got him, I, you know, I finally did and had him turn it off and, and screen went back to normal. And he didn't have to drive to Orlando from where he lives in Florida. He, he'd, he'd already made an appointment with uh, the Apple store, you know, to go to the Genius Bar. And that meant that he didn't have to. So yay for him and yay for me for finally figuring it out. Yay. Yay, yay for everyone. Yay for everyone. Uh, let's, let's go over to the, the MyMac recent articles. The first one Glad is, is from one. You're in a hurry is from Yanni Dankalo. It's the Wacom. The every time I say that, I feel like Wacom, Wacom, Wobot. It's the Wacom uh, into us. It's a Wacom. Yay. It's a tablet. Yay. It's got a pen. You use it with your Mac generally. Go take a read. It's a comprehensive review. And that's from, uh, of course, Donnie. How to record a podcast without a mixer. Oh, this by, is trash. By Guy Sarp. <laughs> is it a book? Is it a guide? Or is it a how-to? No, it's Guy Sarp. Yeah, well, that should tell you a lot right there. <laughs> Actually, that is, and for people who haven't uh, checked that out yet, uh, I, I need to warn you, it's about 4,200 words. That's why I said, is it a book? Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's got lots of pictures. It's got pictures, so you, it's nice. So, yeah, uh, if you would like to f to find out how I record this podcast and, and what I had to go through. To, Excuse uh, me, you yeah. shouldn't be promoting your own material. Yeah, it's true. But the reason why I was saying that <laughs> is I wanted I wanted to tell people, if you know, even if you don't go to read the article, that I would not have been able to figure it out on my own. I had oodles and oodles of help from uh, Dave Guy. Hamilton of the Guy. Mac Geek app. Guy, I think they would have known that. Don't worry. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. <laughs> uh, we have the the ECBC. Almost sounds like a 70s punk band. ECBC. Harpoon Day Pack. It's a review by Kurt Blanchard. You put stuff in it, you carry it around, it goes on your back. Yep, it's a backpack. Come <laughs> come carry case for your laptop. Wow. So, oh, yeah, don't want to put there for. Yeah, that's, hmm. a, that's an awkward oh. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a backpack. Come carry case for your laptop. Oh, you okay. see, you didn't read it in one. You didn't read what I'd written uh, there. I know, I know. I, I put the wrong, the wrong emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> iFrog's Coda. Yeah, you're just going to go right past that, aren't you? I am. <laughs> iFrog's Coda Forte Bluetooth headphones. This is a review by Was Rolkovich. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That is. 
That's a, that's a real tough one, Ross. That really is. Um, they go over your head. They play music into your ears via Bluetooth. Go read the review. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one we have for new stuff from the MyMac.com uh, website is a <clears throat> review by Nam. Well, this one's tough, too. G- Gmerovsky. It's the Backup Plus desktop drive for the Macintosh. It's a backup. Uh, well, it's Nemo, so it's Gmo Roski. Okay. <laughs> it's a backup. It's a drive. It's a backup drive, plus some hidden features. Go take a read for this. Oh, it's Thunderbolt, too. I like it. For that Thunderbolt option, of course, that's a review by John Nemo. No no tech fan. Boo, hiss. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling kind of out of sorts because of that. I am, too. Yeah, it's like, what? Tech fan number. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, damn. You know what will happen? You know what will happen there next week? Yeah, there'll be two of them. There'll be two, one at the start and one at the end. Yeah, so, and, and we'll yeah. be like, oh, God, another another tech fan and we just got out one my mac podcast. <laughs> anyway, if you would like to write for the my mac podcast and and I can't believe that after you hear us mangle these articles each and every week that you would want to, but it is a lot of fun. Actually, I think it encourages people to do it. Well, it should. It should because I have gotten I have gotten so many benefits out of writing for mymac.com. Um not the least of which is doing this podcast. Wait, I said benefits, didn't I? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh please contact saying, please. <laughs> please contact John Nemo. Send him a sample of your stuff. And, again. Again. And again. Send the sort of sample we want. <laughs> Doesn't come in tubes, right? Yeah, no, no. Writing, writing sample, please. No DNA is required. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we'll see if we can get you writing for the mightymymac.com website. I almost said podcast and I stopped myself at the last minute in DJ voice. Thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. There was a whole bunch of stuff over on Google+. Plus. Uh, a lot of it had to do with either me waiting ever so patiently for my iPhone or were you people... Doing this? Were you doing this while you were waiting? I don't know if you're going to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, there was lots of drumming. Lots of drumming on the desktop. <laughs> um, and the other bit, the other uh, main bits was people commenting on the article that I wrote. Uh, but there was something from John Nemo, <laughs> and he's accusing Gaz of being a fake Brit. That he said that we've caught you, G-Man. You pronounced schedules as schedule instead of schedule. Now is Guy a fake Yank? Well, all I can say is, whilst we wait to find out, we'll have to we'll have to see. Oh crap! Bob well, Grant he- says, "Well, if Guy says whilst, we will know." <laughs> I was just about to say it's on the schedule for next week. <laughs> what, for me to say whilst? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Vicky Stokes says, I am a fake yank that I'm actually from Florida. <laughs> I've only just seen the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Eric Diaz said, I don't even think Guy is human. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the last oh, word dear. because we're click. So untrue. I am red-blooded z- click, click, as anyone click else. <laughs> Very good. And like uh, no significant yeah. email. Uh, and, of course, nobody called that's our Skype number. Good, that's probably a good thing, actually. No significant email. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> Although uh, I think I've got a feeling I might we might get some email next week about my iTunes rant. Possibly. <laughs> well, here's hoping. Yeah. Um, I don't think we got anything really significant. Come on, Apple, from pull your Twitter. finger out, Tim. Tim, if you're listening, send us an email. Oh, probably yeah. not listening, is he? <laughs> no, that would be Tim at mymac.com. Ah, oh, no, yes. no, wrong, Tim. That would yeah, be Tim. Tim at Tim. Tim, Tim at Apple. Yes, yes, that's the one I meant. Okay, <laughs> or something like that. And of course, or Johnny, no- or if it's you, Johnny Ive, then I'll come over Johnny. here. And I'll give you. I'll give you a good damn British old slap. <laughs> Get it together, man. And, of course, we did not get any audio feedback from our Skype telephone number, which is... 703-436-9501 plus right. front, 
one in the front if you want to. Oh, just don't bother. Yeah, yeah. You, we well, don't. We it, don't actually want you to call it. Okay? Yeah, we hate it. We hate it when people call our Skype number, which is seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. It actually, it actually annoys us. It does. Really, really quite considerably. We we get mad and then we write negative comments. About, Move on. <laughs> well, actually, that's it for the first section. So get us out of here. Excellent. Okay, everybody. I've calmed down now. Sure, you So, if you would like to stand by, to stand by, because we'll be right black. Yeah, until the next break. Then you'll be all mad again. What? In the second half? Yeah. Second half. Second half of the third. I'm Elisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the Three Geeky Ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the Three Geeky Ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the Three Geeky Ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second section of the MyMac.com podcast with the G-Men, who actually we need to do some more bumpers, don't we? We came up with a few last week. I think we need to do a few more. I, I think fact, our listeners need to come up with a few. Well, yeah, that's it. Send us a few in, folks. Just email them or tweet them to us. In fact, it's better probably if you email them to us. Yeah. Or if you want, if you want to say them yourselves. Oh, that's fine too. Yeah, that's fine too. So send them, send them through to us because we we like those bumpers. They make us giggle. Yeah, and we I, hope I, they make. We, ho- actually... we hope they make you giggle as well. Will you let me finish? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done now. <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, John F. Braun to do one for me. Right. And don't, uh, don't, don't, don't no, I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm still I'm still kind of waiting to hear back from him. Okay. Um, what I kind of want, and this probably won't take very long. I wanted to talk about, um, what tools and software there is for using iOS in the business world. And why is it that, you know, in, cause basically in the, in the, the, the personal space, as far as people buying devices go, Android is selling many, many more devices than Apple is overall. I mean, we can't deny that. That's just the way things are. But why is it that in the business world that iOS devices seem to be the most popular? And consistency. Yeah, well, that that ends up being a lot of it. I think some of the advantages of our oh, well, you've written that here. Oh yeah, I got them here. Uh, number one, there's lots of first-class mobile apps configured for the business market, and many companies are actually developing company-specific apps for their employees. And I hope you're not saying what I think you're saying. What's that? Apple have become the Microsoft of the business world in the uh, mobile device. Well, in a way, yeah, I would bet that there's many more Apple devices now. There's you know, BlackBerry still has a, has a, a pretty good presence, but that's dying on the vine. But I, I would, I'd be, I'd be willing to bet that there's many more uh, iOS devices in the true business world than there are Android devices. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Certainly from. Um uh, my workplace there's the the iphone is the standard device which is handed out one or two people use samsung devices but equally though guy I, i'm not so sure sh- you know they keep going on about ios devices being outside uh, outside by android devices i think that's a little bit of an unfair comparison though because it, it's you're liking um, and we used to do this as well the other way around for the Macs, of course. Sure. If you look at how many Macs are being sold, yes, versus a PC, they're, you know, small change. But when you look at how many Macs are being sold and Apple is selling as a company, Macs alone, there are very few other companies 
you know, there are about three or four, perhaps five companies which beat them in sales. There's not many. And that, that's, that's, that's going down. Yeah. It's going down all the time. Now, in the same actually happens in the, in, in the um, iPhone world. Where right, the mobile the world. Smart, the smartphone world. Samsung were doing really well with their latest version of their, um, their smartphone. But actually, but actually I'm hearing, you should say smartphones. Smart, they have, but, well, they no, have many no, models. no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But let's be fair. I'm okay. going to be fair here. I, the iPhone has different models. But okay, it does so, now. But. Well, no, it, yeah, but it, it kind of has since the second generation because they've always kept the previous generation. But I know what you're saying. There are different models, and and this is one thing that I found. I went into a supermarket yesterday because I was waiting for some uh, something to be repaired, and he said, "Just give me half an hour." So I wandered up and went into the electronics side, and I saw some um, some tablets. Um, Samsung tablets, right. and I just stood there shaking my head because there was about there was like a a four or five inch one, there was like a six inch one, there was like a seven inch one, there was like an eight inch one, there was a nine inch, and these are all Samsung devices. And I'm thinking, what? What are you trying to do to me? You know, which one do I try? And all of them would, you know, had run out of power. None of them you could actually try. They're all <laughs> on these stupid handles which you couldn't pick up and, and try them out. But but that aside... And behind glass with an arm guard. Tan- tangentially, I was moving off there. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. I'm now polishing my button. Yeah. Um, oh, that's not a euphemism, is it? No. Yeah, um, it's not a button either. It's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's my badge. Oh. Um, but the iPhone individually, I think, outsells most other smartphones. Or if it doesn't, it's either two or third place and probably in second place. So Apple as a company are doing pretty damn well. Oh, they're doing great. Now, iOS devices versus Android devices, yeah. But that's like Microsoft devices versus you know Mac devices in the past. Right. Because only Apple will sell you iOS or a Mac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I, people go on and on and on about that, but I, I just don't see it as being a problem. No, no, market share is, um, market share in the mobile world is much less important than it is in the desktop world, and part of that I think is because on in the in the desktop world it's more well, you know why? business yeah, oriented. Know, yeah, but you know, it's no, no. I'll, can, I, I think I'm going to just change that slightly. Okay. The smartphone world, not the mobile world, because well, because that matters though. Well, it does. Yeah, it does matter because the smartphone world is a growing market. So no, as long as people yeah. are growing and they are growing outside the expectations of what analysts and the company itself expects or is hoping for, they will be happy. When everybody has a smartphone and you've then got to sell them something else or a different smartphone, yeah, that's when. That's when everybody will start, you know, jumping up, down, and talking about market share and how you know companies are, are dropping off and all this, that, and the other. Well, that that's already kind of happening in in the smartphone world. I mean, the, the only two companies actually making money in smartphones, other than the carriers, is Apple and Samsung. You know, very very few of the other companies are are making any real money. But anyway, right. anyway uh, sorry, we were talking we, about, we, yeah, we, we're so completely off topic. Um, one of the reasons why I think Apple has an advantage in the business world is, uh, and you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, they have a consistency of design, which means that the hardware and software that you purchase today most likely won't be outdated or difficult to update in the future, which is another, another big advantage that Apple has. Uh, with some other platforms, you don't always know what it is you're getting or if that particular model will even be supported six months down the road. Now, w- with most Android devices, you can jailbreak it and load custom ROMs with updates. But if you're going to go that route, and very few will, you may as well just get a Google-designed phone. But even then, you don't know how long a particular design would last. Now, other than internals, uh, the iPad has yet to have a significant change in design since launch. And the iPhone usually sticks around design-wise for at least two years after the initial release of a new design. So with the three, actually with the three, you had, what, three years? 
or was, I guess uh, there really wasn't that much difference size wise between the the first gen, second gen, third gen, and a three GS. So that was not a great four to, game, yeah right. four to five but years. I, but I'm not really sure that the design consistency is that much of. Uh, a concern. It's more the consistency for the application and the operating system, I would have thought. Well, that could be. But when it comes to specialized hardware, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later on, it's important that when you buy hardware for a particular device, if you update or upgrade to another device, you hope that the hardware that you have is going to work with it which isn't always the case in the Android world because okay, how often sure. they change the sizes and, and screens and, and everything else. Now, for companies that employ a, a bring-your-own policy device, knowing that the only version of iOS they need to concern themselves with is from Apple makes it easier to generate a policy to bring those types of devices into the workplace. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think you've kind of said what I, I was hinting to previously, to be honest with you, the fact that I, I don't think the design of the product is so important as so much as the um, the actual uh, consistency of the operating system sitting underneath it, where, you know, the, um, the IT um, administrators know what they're working with behind the scenes. Right. Uh, m- most, most phones, people kind of carry them around anyway. You don't have to dock them other than using a, a cable, which on one hand has a USB connector and the other end has a equal USB or thunder stroke lightning, whatever it is, um, <laughs> connector, whatever, or micro USB, whatever that is, to your phone. And, and they don't worry them, so concern themselves with that so much. Right. Now, uh, I think another thing that iOS has over Android is better security. And this goes beyond just having malicious apps in whatever app store that you that you prefer, uh, but for the ability for corporations, uh, for example, to permit certain apps to open sensitive documents. This helps to limit potential broken security in apps not approved by corporate IT, as well as having per-app VPN, virtual private networks, also limits what apps can jump onto the corporate networks. Um, or did I not put that right? Yeah, my my brain's gone into meltdown. Just just repeat it again for me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> some companies have they. Some companies make their own apps, or they'll limit yes what apps can open sensitive company documents. Okay, and this helps to limit potential broken security in apps that aren't approved by corporate IT. Yeah, but I think I think there they would go through the, the yeah, I, again, we're back to the uh, the uh, the OS yeah. allowing um the corporate IT uh, bods to, to say whether yeah, to say whether you can download with this particular version of the operating system because I think I believe you can do that. I'm not an expert here because I don't have uh, a company phone. Um, but I believe that you can, they can restrict you from downloading uh, and putting new apps um, which are not uh, blessed, blessed yeah. on the machine. So, yeah, yeah, it's all part and parcel of the same thing, really. It, go, it goes back to um, it, it, it actually, it, it, in a way, it kind of says to me, why didn't corporations use Macs instead of Windows machines? Um, in the past, because you would have had more control over the Mac OS rather than the Windows OS, um, because you would have had much more consistency um, with the machines that you were getting. I don't, I don't know. Perhaps that's going a little bit too far. No, but, uh, I, I can tell you what the difference is. Um, the, the difference is, <clears throat> and and this is still pretty much valid today, is that as far as computers go, your company gives you a computer to work on. And therefore, that's money out of their pockets. Whereas with a lot of companies going to a bring-your-own-device policy, that doesn't cost them anything. You know, you're you're buying your own phone, and if you want to use it yeah, for work, yeah, then yeah, you know yeah. you have to make sure you get a phone that's been blessed by corporate IT for you to use at work. Yeah. But they're not paying for it. 
they're just paying for the infrastructure for you to yep, use yep. it. Uh, remote wipe for lost or stolen iOS devices, which will work uh, across basically any iOS device that that's configured for corporate use, which is I don't know how that would work uh, with Android. Uh, also, um, I'm sure, uh, well, I'm sure there must be an app or applications which allow you to do that for Android. It's just the good thing with the remote app is that it's built into the OS again. We're yes. back to the OS, aren't we, really? Uh, I, th- well, I think a lot of that has to do with this. Mm. Uh, here's another one. Enterprise mind single you, sign-on. Mind you, mind you, that won't help if the, the, the silly sod using it doesn't turn it on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just turn it off as soon as he steals it from you. Bastard. <laughs> uh, enterprise single sign-on helps did to get... Did you really say that? I did. I did. I, I, I am not. You're going to wipe that out because <laughs> well, there's children listening. I, yeah, well, listening to us? <laughs> yeah, stop that. If you're yeah, not at least 18 years old. Go and do something old, constru- Go and do something constructive with your life. <laughs> not not like all the adults listening to us. Uh enterprise <laughs> they've given up. Most of them are given up on life, I think like us. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> enterprise No, I didn't mean that, listeners. I didn't mean that. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. I'll do what I said. <laughs> uh, enterprise single sign-on helps get users to the apps they need without having to re-sign on each and every time. So mm-hmm. so basically, yeah. yeah, you you can, whatever apps have been configured by IT, if you've signed on one time, you're signed into all of those different apps. And uh, the last bit that I have is that the same consistency in design also makes it easier for third-party app and hardware developers to make software and overall solutions for iOS. And there's something cool that I kind of saw because uh, when I when I when I got my iPhone, because uh, I was on AT and T with my 4S, and I have now switched over to T-Mobile, and I'm going to give them a try. But there was a, a Best Buy store, which is a big department store store here in the U.S. I won't, I went over there to pick up a a battery case for it, and I saw this thing that you you know about the um, about Square's uh, credit card reader. Square's credit card. Reader. Yeah, that goes into the the headphone jack of an iOS device and you can use uh, it to actually swipe credit cards. I wasn't aware of that. No, but I'm 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 here to learn. Yeah. So that's basically what it is. It's a credit card reader. You basically sign up with this company and I think they charge like a 2.75% uh transaction fee, which is actually much less than most other uh you know pure credit card companies. But now they've kind of taken it to the next step. They have this thing called the square stand and it's this little stand that you fit an iPad into. And I guess they have, you know, I haven't been able to research it thoroughly, but they have a custom app that you can put in, you know, whatever the the stuff is that you're selling. And, uh, you know, they have things like a, uh, a, a cash drawer that you can connect up to your iPad, a barcode scanner or a receipt printer. So, you know, everything that you would do with a point of sale system, you can basically do with an iPad, which is much less expensive than a pure point of sale system. Yeah. Uh, the question is, what's the back end like? If you're just a, you know, a, a guy in a deli and you've got two registers, then, you know, it, yeah, it would be great. But if you have like this huge amount of, of inventory that you're selling, like a department store, I don't think something like this, at least for now, would work, but for for relatively for a relatively small amount of money, uh, this lets you set yourself up with a credit card reader. It allows for custom entries for whatever it is you sell, and apparently the iOS app also generates reports on sales. And cool. that's not something that you would be able to do in the Android world because who the hell knows what size of you know their tablets are going to be next week? Yeah. Well, apparently. <laughs> yes. Well, I was just looking at uh, the last bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was just something I threw in at the last minute. And if well, you it, remember, it, it wasn't that long ago. Well, hang well, on a minute. What's this got to do with business? It actually kind of kicks your last point into uh, you know a cocked hat, as it were. Well, not really. I think this is uh, Apple. This is Apple just ex- expanding their market. They did it. They went a little bit smaller with the mini, and they're supposedly testing a a thirteen-inch iPad. Which, if you think about it, and we talked about this not I'll that long ago. I'll tell you what, guy, if they, if, they, if they bring out a 13-inch iPad, I'll buy one. 
Yeah, I know I would. <laughs> no, no, no I, I can't afford one, right? Oh. I can't afford one, but I'll buy one if they bring one out. I, I don't think they're going to be bringing one out. I, I think that's, you know, and, and well. Not yet. This, Not yeah, yet. This, isn't, this isn't really the time to. No. To no. go into it. Um, but we, have, we have talked about it. Why did you put it in there then? Hey? Because it just made me happy. I like it. I like the I like the idea okay, of a larger iPad. More more on a larger iPad next time round when we maybe. Can have a little bat, maybe <laughs> depends on well because isn't there, isn't there a, a big show coming up or something? Isn't there something happening next week? Uh, I don't know about next week, but I think the week after is, is the rumors is that they're going to release Mavericks. And well, isn't, there, isn't there an announcement? Aren't they doing a keynote? Uh, I, I don't know if it's actually been announced yet. I, I know the rumor is it's going to be, I think, on the 22nd or the 23rd, whatever the, uh, of October, right. uh, whatever day that is, that's a Tuesday. Okay. So uh, 22nd. Okay. So the 22nd, the rumor is that they're going to release, uh, Mavericks and new iPads, including for, for people that follow such stuff. Uh, they have a sort of redesign. Ooh, excuse me for the iPad, and it's going to have smaller bezels on the side, and and you know it's going to have say bezels. I, I say, say bezels. bezels. Let's go. Bezels, whole thing bezels. <laughs> it's going to have supposedly the fingerprint scanner, like the the iPhone 5s does, and incorporate the same A7, which would kind of make sense. But I mean, we'll see. Okay. Anyway, we'll see. let's let's talk about that next week. Some other time. Okay, everybody, stand by. For business, no. Stand by to stand by, and we'll be. Um, uh, what is that, Gaz? Uh, right back. Oh, right back. Oh, I knew that. Oh, Windows machines. I am Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, the Tech Fan Podcast. Part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. The adoptive sons of Ugandan headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. (laughs) I managed to say it. Oh dear. So it does make me laugh. It does. And it makes me nod my head. Hit it. Gases tips. Oh mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. I wasn't oh. ready. Oh well. Yeah, too bad. Well, this is a bit of an odd one actually. You know the Apple logo and the notification uh, notification icons on the menu bar? They're a bit small, aren't they? Yeah. And you think when you look at them, you know, you think I've got to get my mouse right on the icon, either for the notifications or for or for the Apple logo when you want to go into information. Well, actually, all you have to do is if you grab your mouse. So have you, have you, have you got your computer to hand? Yes, I do. If you grab I, your I mouse. better since I'm recording the podcast. Right. <laughs> well, this might, this might stop it, actually. Oh. If you just do a slam dunk and throw your mouse up into the top oh. right-hand corner and then just press – the key, actually, the option comes up. You don't have to be that accurate. As long as your mouse r- rushes up into that corner and you click, it will bring up the Apple logo and then the notification, uh, you know, about this Mac, etc., etc. Or equally, if you throw it up into the right-hand screen, as long as you've not got two screens. Yeah, like me. <laughs> um, well, if you haven't got two screens, you throw it up into the right-hand corner. It does the same with notifications. You don't have to oh, be you're right. accurate right on, on the icon, uh, which is quite, you know, rather than you getting a mouse and trying to find it, you just use your trackpad or your mouse, throw it up into the top left-hand right-hand corner, and bang, you can click on them, and they will open up. Now, if you do have any 
um, specific applications which use those corners as hot corners, then this may not work quite the same. No. Um, but not many people, I think, have them. Um, but um, I well, just find I it do. quite useful, actually. Well, well you, you, know what, you know what's going to be the problem is when they go to Mavericks and they officially have uh, menu bars on multiple screens. Yeah. Uh, they'll have notific- that notification icon that you know you can check your notifications on multiple screens, and that should fix that. Right? Well, it won't fix it, but if I if I'm on say my my right hand monitor, which isn't my main monitor, and I just slam the mouse into it to get to notification center for whatever reason, it's going to do. Um, what have I got up there? It's going to go to dashboard, which is what I currently have. So I guess I'll have to make some changes to that. Well, I, I do put a proviso in there that if you've got any other... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But, but just for ease of use, it, what I was found quite odd is I just threw the mouse up in the corner and clicked. I, I don't know why I did it rather than you know using the mouse and carefully positioning my mouse over the Apple logo or the notification. I can't remember which it was. And clicked, and it came up. And I thought, hang on a minute. How accurate do you have to be? And you, I did a quick search, and apparently it's been there for a little while. So you might be able to do this on some of the older versions of the Mac OS as well. And I'm nodding my head. Ah! Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, my, my head always starts, like, bobbing back and forth as soon as one of those comes up. Does it's great, isn't it? It is. It is. I enjoy it so much. Um, speaking of, of odd, as in your tip, I actually have an odd app pick. It's really? not really an app pick. It's a stay away pick. Ah, so this is an, uh, I, I, I was on another podcast once and I had what I called an anti pick. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what this is. Uh, an anti pick. Okay. So let's listen to your anti pick. Well, there was, there was now, you know, one of the, one of the, um, crown jewels, for iOS is being able to uh, open and edit uh, Microsoft Office type documents. And I've got a couple of different apps to do that. And one of them was this one called Quick Office, which I actually quite liked. Uh, It, it had a, uh, yeah, I've I've, I've heard of Quick Office. Yeah. Well, it's got a, it's got a a word component so you can edit, you know, word style documents, Mm -hmm. uh, Excel documents and do the same with uh, PowerPoint. Well, what happened? I don't was, know why you would, but well, yeah, but you could. <laughs> I, and the great thing was, it worked with all different kinds of cloud services. So you could have Dropbox, you could have Box, you could have Google Drive, you could have, you know, like all the whatever you know, bring your own cloud service. And Quick Office would go would go into it and pull whatever documents and and edit them, which was great. However, Google apparently bought QuickOffice, and they took all of that out except for Google Drive. The only cloud service that you can use with QuickOffice now is Google Drive. Now, on the plus side, it is free, uh, but because of Google's history of dropping support for apps or services according to their own whims, I would avoid this app and find a different office solution, even if it costs you money. And even if you only use it with Google drive, you, you never want to put all of your eggs in one basket with cloud services. I'd agree with that. I think, um, yeah, you know, but why do we want to put all of our eggs in one basket with Apple and cloud services? I mean, that's what people keep asking for, but it's a definite no, no, you're dead. Right. Right. So you have Um, an app pick. I do. Um, Actually, before you start, uh, let me interrupt for just a second. I want to get no. I want to get Reggie on to the show. Actually, um, Mr. Ashworth, if you are listening, and I, I, I believe you do, uh, get in contact with me again because I think you sent me an email, and I, I think I responded to you. Um, but I'll have to respond to you again, and because I believe he has another app um, which he's got out there in the uh, in the wild and woolies. And um, I think we ought to get him to talk about his um, his use of um, Mac apps, iOS apps, uh, the Mac yep. App Store, uh, and get him on again. So I'll 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 dig out that email and send it to him again. But Reggie, if you do listen, you are listening. Contact us and we'll we'll arrange a date. Cause I think yeah, we'd love to, to get him on the show again. So why did Guy suddenly come up with uh, Reggie? Here's Reggie Ashworth. 
Well, <laughs> seemingly Reggie, out of nowhere. <laughs> se- seemingly out of nowhere. Well, the, the reason being is one of my app picks or my app pick this week is an app delete or app deleting app. Now there are two which I've kind of I kind of flip between one and the other. In fact, I use three if I'm perfectly honest with you. But we've got either Reggie app. Ashworth's app delete and there is also an application which is called app zapper now uh, Reggie's application is is $7.99 you can buy a light version through the app store from Reggie but there are a few restrictions because there are a lot of restrictions uh, for applications going through the Mac app store in how deep they can look into your system so both of these applications are available from the um, the developers' websites. App Zapper is actually twelve ninety five dollars. Um, I think both have the possibility to have options to buy multiple licenses, but uh, you need to go over and have a look. Um, I won't delve too much into that. Now, why do you need an app delete program uh, for the for the Mac? Don't they, you know, don't they create files which are uh, used in one particular folder doesn't it keep it all condensed well no actually it doesn't not always not always and there are very often little pieces of information very often very small but if you if you're like me and a little bit ocd when it comes to clearing stuff out uh, you perhaps like to use an application to clear out all of the fluff which <coughs> is <produced. coughs> microsoft <coughs> And well, actually, not just those. There's, a, there's plenty of others as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. But I these know. these applications can also delete uh, preferences as well. You, um, and there's there's lots of other things that they they can do. There's lots of additional features which they give to you. Um, I also sometimes use uh, Hazel to get rid of my applications. Now that's a preference pane app, and it does so much more. It's actually about twenty four dollars, I think, uh, twenty eight dollars. Um, but that particular application does quite a bit more. Uh, so if you're not looking to spend that much, either $12.95 or $7.99, um, Delete $7.99, AppZapper $12.95, goes and looks through your system, you throw stuff in there. And tonight, actually, what I was doing was going through and deleting a load of applications which I haven't used or opened for a number of years. Yeah. Had to think about it, thought I don't need it. Threw them as I was going along into um, AppDelete. It went away found all of the extra uh, little pieces of uh, information which the app had, had put somewhere on the machine and then i went ping and they went they it, actually the app zapper is quite a nice one as well because that goes it's got a really nice noise uh, when you uh, actually go zap it's like a <laughs> in fact it's nothing like that at all but anyway um don't buy it just for the noise right well you know that that that, that extra that stuff would be silly that i, I like i like to refer to that as um Complete referenced application protocols. Thank, th- thank you for that. Yeah, uh, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you've just been doing some online searching, haven't you? Well, no. Actually, if, if you spell that out, it spells crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you nutty, nutty, nutty boy. I am. I am. No so, people's pick. Yeah, there's no people's pick this week. Come on, Come Google on, Plus people's. people. We need Any some people's, people's. picks. Yeah, but it's usually yeah. it's usually the, the the good folks over there at Google Plus that come up That's with true. a couple. No, of well, once I put a, a call out on Twitter and they came back to us, so uh, just come on, give us your people's. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be new. Remember, nope. this could be just tell us about apps that you use on a regular basis that you really really like, uh, like iTunes. I love iTunes. <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> uh, one place where we never get any people's pick from is our facebook page <laughs> that is true i'll give you that one uh and we are still at 138 likes on our oh, facebook on, page people. so I've got, you, a bet, I've got a bet going on with guy here and if i lose it then that's it i'll never be able to speak on the podcast again yeah but you will yeah probably <laughs> that's just that's how we roll and we have a new itunes review certainly roll <laughs> yeah R- roll we do we do God, that's brilliant superb Yep, why don't you go ahead and read it? Um, okay, iTunes review. Uh, fun stuff. Dash, dash, five stars. Dash by Steve <laughs> Vigas. Vigas? Steve Vigas from the United States. Sort of a cross between Macworld and your favourite morning drive radio show. Lots of great info here. Has he been listening to us? 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, I, I there's a there's a, a G plus community called oh I can't think of what the name of it is off the top of my head. Let me see here. It's the podcasting technology resources page. Right. And I had put in a link to a particular article that I have recently written and mentioned several times on this show. And um, he basically read the article and then checked out the podcast and really liked it. And oh, good man. Yeah. So, Steve, if you're still listening after like the one or two episodes that you've heard, please contact me at some of the email addresses that we'll talk about in just a little bit. And I, oh, it's coming up. And we, I will send you something that will amaze and delight you. Or, it will, or at least not make you nauseous. And and if anybody in the UK, um, if you if you want to send me that item that guy is talking about, I will get it printed out on canvas for a very reasonable cost and send it back to you. Oh, will you now? Yes, <laughs> if they pay for the postage. Oh, and your time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For nothing. <laughs> Materials. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but and they have to pay first. Yes. And then dazzle yes. moves. Uh, yes, cash up front, please. <laughs> then it'll be like, what? Who are you again? Yeah. Anyway, uh, how how would Steve contact you, Guy, to get his surprise? Well, he could contact me uh, at guy at mymac.com. He can contact me uh, via the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. But send it to the email address instead. That makes it a lot easier. And we have, we have a combined one. Did you know that? We do. I didn't. It's amazing. It's twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Z. Yeah. And whilst I uh, contemplate that, <laughs> why don't you tell people how they can get a hold of you? Uh, well, if you want to schedule, schedule, Sched- if you want to schedule, 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 if you want to schedule. schedule a meeting with me, you could do it by emailing me at gaz, that's G-A-Z, Z. at mymac.com. Almost forgot. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Z-Z-M-A-Z. Uh, you can also you can shut up, Willie. Oh, Willie, let me finish. Sorry. Um, you can also <laughs> contact us at feedback at mymac.com, though why would you? And also <laughs> plus one 703-436-9501, It's a Skype number. Oh, I was gonna say you that almost sounds it. like a Skype number. You can call it. Can, can I call that right now? If you want to, Guy, that would be really good. I'll tell you what, Guy, why don't you thank the listeners for listening? Ah. Because I just think that's nice. It is nice. Thank you all so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We, you're we mad. are you're we, all mad. Yeah, yeah. And I we you know we we love it that you do so. We appreciate all the feedback. And honestly, so. it's it's your guys' participation in this madness that is known as the MyMac.com podcast that keeps us doing it. <laughs> Whoop. You big yank tank. There we go. Ooh, I'll blast your head off for this. Yeah, and I think this is the best show that uh, we've ever done, guys. Oh. Uh, see, one soundboard too many. And that uh, we're good enough, and I was smart enough to start saying this first, and doggone it, people just like us. <laughs> good luck. Puto nos omnis. Puto rent. Novis Uten iPads et mes screen essay. Delicatus ut disit Guido, Guido. et Gaz. <laughs> hey, if you want to do it, oh, you sorry. just do it. Okay, right? okay. Well, all I can say is, end. Now I'm going to say end. Okay. End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast.
and meet your doom. <laughs> oh my. Where's my <laughs> Is that Doctor Who? Yeah. That's Isn't a, that fantastic? That, that's the TARDIS falling to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. California, yay. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> That's what people want to do when they hear me singing. Hiya, Baldy. Heath. Mm. Does that say Heath? Yeah. Right. Well, Heathcliff. No, it, oh, I, you guys don't have you guys don't have Heath Heath bars over there. It's basically um, English toffee covered in chocolate. Mm. Right. Um, nom, 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 nom. Right. Okay. What? What? What's English about the toffee? I don't know. They just call it English toffee. Bullshit. That. <laughs> but you Americans will buy anything that's got the word English in it. I got a whole bag of them. Pass this one over there. Oh sure. Wow, crap, do they all go? <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'm not drinking tonight, so. No, you're eating toffee instead, and all of a sudden one of your fillings is going to fall out. Yeah, or either that, or I'll just get on this sugar rush, and then he, and then he, and then he, and then he, and then he. And then he. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. All English toffee and no play makes Guy a dull boy. Yeah, my this was like my mother's favorite candy bar. Yeah, and she actually did break a tooth when like the one of the last times she was here, staying at our house before she died. She actually broke a tooth on a heat bar. I was I'd gone I was going out to the store, and she like called me down to to the room that she was sleeping in. And she was like, and being real quiet about it, which made no sense to me because it was like, okay, this isn't a big secret. Guy, would you, would you get me a Heath bar while you're out? I was like, yeah, sure, mom. You know, no big deal. But uh, first let me tweet it to the rest of the family so we all know your shame. (laughs) So I went ahead and got her the Heath bar. I mean, as soon as I got it down to her, she was like cracking open the package and took that first bite and she was like oh and I said what's the problem she says I just broke a tooth and I was like Timothy oh. Timothy yeah um, that reminds me I was talking to uh, we, we were having like a get together with some neighbors and um, th- these particular neighbors send or sent both of their kids to uh, a Catholic private school from first grade until they went to high school and one of their kids actually got suspended for saying fart and he actually used it correctly in a sentence somebody asked what's that smell he said i farted well you're suspended well you know i mean it's, it's it's not like he said like poopy pants or anything i mean yeah. that would that would have been really bad I, okay i got it that time <laughs> Sorry. I didn't record it the first the first <laughs> moose call that you did. <laughs> I'm hoping for a moose lady to come along. <laughs> well, you know, you got that flight tomorrow. No oh, crikey, yeah, don't remind me. <sighs> Stand by for action. Oh, where's my where's my Oh I mean, by the way, yes, what yeah. I didn't say was that um I've actually got uh my boarding pass in Passbook. Yeah, I did that um uh, when I went out to Macworld the last time, I yeah. found it just to be more of a pain in the neck. Why? Well, it just, it, the the scanner that they had at the gate wasn't working right for everyone. So you had, you had all these, these tech guys who were like, I've got mine in Passbook or I've got mine in, you know, whatever the Android equivalent was. 
And yeah. they, they'd swipe it across, and it would go, because typically it would be blank, and then it would go to green once it read it. But it kept going, eh, red. Well, try again, please. Eh, red. <laughs> well, it, that happened to me, actually. When It didn't happen to me. It happened to someone else. But I, I witnessed it when I was coming back through Heathrow one evening. And actually, this was the fastest I'd ever gone through Heathrow from start to finish. I, I got off the plane, walked through to customs, and there was one guy. In fact, no, might have been two guys at the, the front of the queue, and I had to go through all of the, you know, they've got all the belts up so sure. to make you walk up and down and back to, like through a maze. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can't just, like, and in, and, can no, we, you can can't we just, just connect some of these? Yeah, yeah, because, like, it's empty, folks. <laughs> anyway, there was they've got these eye scanner ones, which are supposed to be the um, the quicker ones that you go through. You put your passport in, it scans it, and you put your eye up to it. And, and this guy, <laughs> there were two people in front of me, Okay, and there was a bit of a discussion with the first one. So it was probably about two minutes that I was there. So it wasn't very it still wasn't very long. Yeah, that's three, not bad. But it's still not bad. This guy, as I was walking around, so if you take the whole time, we're probably talking about <laughs> perhaps four minutes. Yeah. And three three saw, and a half was, minutes of which was you going through the he, empty queue. Yeah, that's right. He was stood there trying to get through this automated machine. And basically, by the time I'd gone through, he was trying to find somebody to talk to because <laughs> it wasn't working. <laughs> and that's supposed to be the fast track. So it did make me laugh. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, was had... out, I was out of Heathrow in 10 minutes. I was all the way through. I'll tell you, that has never, ever happened. I was actually in the, t- I was in the car park. Um, where my taxi had uh, my car had been um, parked up, it was it was ten minutes from plane to car, and anybody listening to this in the UK that's ever gone through Heathrow knows that that must be some sort of record. Matt, you know, I I had to go to I think it was Islamabad, Pakistan, one time, and I was going through. Well, I, I took uh, Pan Am, which tells you how long ago this was, to Heathrow, mm-hmm. and, but then I had a, a BA flight out of Gatwick. Right. And the oh, Pan- no. Yeah, yeah. And the and the Pan Am flight was late leaving either New York or, or D.C. Oh, no. And by the time we got, by the time we landed in Heathrow, I had an hour and 15 minutes before, oh. before my British air flight was going to leave. And I managed. Gatwick. Well, yeah, before it was going to leave Gatwick. I managed to get off the, the Pan Am flight, go through customs, get on the shuttle bus. You're trying to one up me now, aren't you? Get, get to Catwick. Well, I think I am. Get to Catwick. And I got to the gate. I mean, I was running through the airport, got to the gate. The plane was still there. Oh, I but didn't they had, I didn't do anything. They had closed the door like two minutes before I got there. Oh. And once the door is closed, that's yeah, it's it. It's closed. That's yeah. it. They're not going to reopen it. So I called my boss. And I, well, first I, I checked with Pan Am and I checked with British Air. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well, you can either take a, a British air flight from here to Frankfurt and then Lufthansa to Islamabad or in about two hours, there's a Pakistan international airlines flight leaving Heathrow <laughs> to go to Islamabad. And then mm-hmm. I made the biggest mistake that I have ever made in international traveling. Mm-hmm. I called my boss and told him both choices. And he, <laughs> and he was like, well, you, you better get back to Heathrow real fast. Then and it was like, ah, just, I'd rather just go to Frankfurt. <laughs> and I, but I did it. I did it. I took, I took the Pakistan internet and it was a seven forty seven. Yeah, I, I thought you was going to one up me, but you're not really, are you? No, this was a horror story. This was a seven forty seven. I was on the upper deck, so you'd think it was going to be really nice. There were cockroaches crawling on the floor in the upper deck. Leaving. Those, were, those were just the staff. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wondered why they had uniforms on. <laughs> but um you know they they were bringing meals around and i was kind of, <laughs> i was, was kind of like yeah no well, the cockroaches were bringing the meals around <laughs> yeah well they washed their hands first 